So here's the other thing. I had a conversation with a woman the other day, actually in person, and I would say she was probably about 40 years old. And she she brought it up with me. She said, how do you feel about it? And I said, well, I said, uh, you know, I grew up in the era where they were trying to convince us that abortion was okay. We didn't have these 3D sonograms. We didn't know a lot about, you know, the fetal heartbeat. And, you know, we didn't know a lot about how the fetus experiences pain. And, and, and so you could kind of argue for abortion in that era. But then we started talking about, I, you know, I, I asked her a lot of, did you know questions? Like, did you, do you know how abortions are done? And I, I, I described it. And did you know that baby parts are being sold for profit? And did you know that uh, that this is not just a clump of cells at, you know, even eight weeks? I, and she didn't know. Get ready for the uncloseted conservative hour you've been waiting for. No censors, no fake news, just facts and the freedom to speak them. Friends, if you are still in the conservative closet, I've got one question for you. Why? We've sat in silence. We've been on the sidelines for years. How has it been working out? That's why it's an uncloseted conservative revolution right here, right now. Let's get into it. Welcome back to The Joe Mobley Show. I am Joe Mobley, your host and the original uncloseted conservative. Guys, thanks for being a part of this UC Army. We are taking the country back through peaceful means, okay? None of that January 6th, you know, uh, conspiracy stuff here. Uh, but we are ready to defend against tyranny anytime, any day, any tyrant. Guys, the show is presented by Birch Gold Group. They have a free, no obligation info kit on investing in precious metals. Uh, in a precious metals IRA, get your free gift from Birch Gold today. Text Mobley to 989898. The number and name is on the screen. That's Mobley to 989898. Mobley is spelled M-O-B-L-E-Y. Text Mobley to 989898 today for your free gift. Guys, huge thanks to MyPillow for being a sponsor of the show. Mike Lindell has been fighting cancel culture. He's been doing it for years. You know it. I know it. So he supported us in, in being that man in the arena. And now we need to support him by buying his, his awesome America First Made in the USA uh, products. Guys, the website is MyPillow.com. Uh, you can throw a slash Mobley on there. MyPillow.com slash Mobley to see the discount you get or use promo code Mobley anywhere on the website to get up to 66% off. All right. So guys, Donald Trump said it best, okay? The media has become the enemy of the people. I don't know how, I don't know when, but I know that it's true. You know, the First Amendment, particularly, it specifically protects the freedom of the press because the press is supposed to be holding the government's butt to the flame. They are supposed to be fact-checking the government, exposing the government on their lies, their manipulation, their deceit at every avenue. That's what a press is supposed to do. That's why that right is enshrined so that everyone knows in the very First Amendment and somehow uh, we have screwed the pooch 
Completely. I mean, this is the legacy of our media now. Hi, Yuri. Hi. Hi. Nice to see you. Can you, off you don't have a mask on anymore. Um, What's going we're outside? on? Do you have a wow. minute to well, chat? we're six feet apart. <laughs> do you have a minute to chat? Um, I'll do an interview. Okay. As long as it airs on CNN Plus. Oh. Does that still exist? Yeah. I didn't think so, because the people don't like what you guys are peddling, so, which is propaganda. Thank do, you. Do you. Guys, Carrie Lake is nothing but the truth right now. But the point is this. No one trusts this media. You got to get off, just like you need to get off the government teat, those of you who are on it, you've got to get off this liberal media, lying, mainstream nonsense. You've got to get journalism from real journalists like our guest today. We're talking with Wendy Strouts Mahoney reporting for Uncovered DC. If you don't know about Uncovered DC, there's a link right below this talking head or in the podcast description. Uh, if you're a radio listener, sorry, you got to you know get out your laptop or use your phone. Not while you're driving. Don't do that. Uh, but uh, sometime after the show, go and check out Uncover DC. Uh, if you're that radio listener, everyone else, get ready for Wendy. We're going to be talking about SCOTUS decisions. SCOTUS is on fire right now. We've got West Virginia v. Uh, EPA scaling back the government's authority there uh, through these administrative, really executive agencies. They belong to the executive. They're just born out of the presidency. Uh, obviously, we've got the Dobbs decision coming out. Uh, overturning Roe v. Wade. Uh, we've known about it for several weeks, but it finally officially happened. We're going to be talking about voter fraud, okay? Not election irregularities, voter fraud, ballot harvesting. That's what's going on. It. This is a post-Jovan Hutton Pulitzer world, guys. We can see he's got his presentations about kinematic artifacts. He's he's talking about these, these anomalies with QR codes and all sorts of stuff. Uh, we're going to be hitting on that. We might have time to get into some law enforcement issues uh, in the D block. We'll just have to wait and see. All that and more, and it all starts right now. Wendy, how are you, my friend? Oh, I'm good. Let me find my camera again here. Awesome. Okay, there we yeah, go. Yeah, we got you. We got you. So everyone, this is Wendy. She's been on the show. You've been on the show four or five times. You're one of uh you're one of my crowd's favorite and of course a favorite of mine. It's so good really? to see you how you've been. Oh, oh yeah. You're just saying that. No, I'm either. not. You're your podcast. And I sometimes my wife and I were sitting in bed and I'm looking looking at the numbers because the podcast is the oldest. It's like 18 months old. And I'm looking, you know, at the top 10, and you were always in the top 10. Get uh, and, out. And here's the thing. Speaking of top 10, so uh, we are live right now. If you're, you know, if you're watching on the stream, then I guess we're 103 for you guys. Uh, but my 100th episode aired yesterday. So podcast, this comes out on Tuesday, July 5th. Uh, so yesterday, the July 4th special is actually my 100th episode. Uh, so top 10, I mean, that's literally, that's like a solid metric. You are always in there. Uh, you, great. Jennifer Bosma, and Gamala, who was the first person I ever interviewed. It was my second episode. Uh, she's always in that top 10. It's so, it's I don't just know hilarious. her. I'll have to check her out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She uh, she lives in California. She's surviving somehow, oh. her, her and her <laughs> husband. Oh, well. You couldn't pay me enough. Like, goodness gracious. It's beautiful there, but it's, uh, the, the, it's not, it's not, Juice is not worth the squeeze. I, 
Yeah, the the weather really has to, you have to balance your mental health needs with the beautiful weather because conservatives in California, every day they probably just, you know, they probably oh. just stare at their guns or out the window. <laughs> Oh man. Oh, this gun. Yeah. So you you have been busy every day. You've got at least one article coming out. Yeah. You're probably one of the most well-read person or people that I know, persons. Goodness gracious. So you you are a uh a true birthing person. I I don't want to get the pronouns wrong here and get us taken down from YouTube. <laughs> uh just kidding, YouTube. You guys can go screw woman. yourselves. I'm uh a woman. So- but what what is a woman really? Uh, the, the left didn't know and, until now, and now all of a sudden, you know, I bet Katanji Brown Jackson knows what a woman is now. Absolutely, uh, I mean, Dobbs changed the whole scenario for them, man. Oh man! Oh, so God. you know what? Let's let's reorder the stories here because I was going to open the show with this, but I decided not to because we're going to talk. Uh, EPA first, but you know what? The EPA, there's nothing sexy about the EPA. Uh, so let, let's start out uh, with this. We'll watch the short clip uh, on the Dobbs decision. There is no longer a federal constitutional right to an abortion. The Supreme Court has essentially reshaped American life. It's going to be legal chaos. Where abortion is legal in about half the states, illegal in half the states. Even though America was braced for the decision, it was nonetheless momentous. 50 years worth of women's rights. These things always crack me up because it's always like some like British accent telling us how <laughs> yeah. America should be. It <laughs> yeah. just freaking cracks me up. Uh, but I, I got to wait. I got to let this play until the first like uh, leftist protesters are there because it's, it's just too rights funny. in America overturned in an instant as the Supreme Court, whose very purpose is to protect civil liberties, took away the constitutional right to abortion. Yeah, you got that wrong. one wrong, uh, UK. The Supreme Court's job is to interpret the Constitution and make sure uh, that things are constitutional and things that are unconstitutional are not codified in law. That's actually what the Supreme Court's supposed to do. It's in the Constitution. You should check it out. So what what does this mean for you today? This means everything. This is the moment that we have been working towards. This is a historic day. This is the first day that America is living in a post-Roe generation. All right, we got to skip ahead. We we got to make it a crime in all 50 states to kill a baby. In a divided America, there was unbridled joy and resolute anger. And I am absolutely terrified. I am absolutely, I'm so beyond livid at what is going on and I'm going to turn my fear into anger. There will be no functioning society without women and the women are pissed. Yeah, she she goes on. She's one of those. We're not gonna have sex until we get our abortion back. Okay. It's like, <laughs> what is wrong with, with your brain? <laughs> what is wrong with these people? Oh my god. So why have you have you gone and traveled to any of these protests? I've not done it. Uh, no. My daughter has though. Yeah. My oh daughter. man. Uh, and, and, Sam. And, and, and and you know one of the things that's that's been talked about is that how young these pro life uh, 
kids are now. I mean, it's no longer my, it's, it's not my generation out there protesting that or, you know, or, or you know, advocating for pro-life, you know, decisions. I've it's gone, not. I've gone to some pride events. I'm so glad that. Pride oh, I've gone to those. Over. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> uh, but a buddy of mine was like, hey man, it was like two days after the decision. It's so what? It's, it's Saturday or Sunday. He's like, hey man, let's go into DC. I'm like, nah, dude. <laughs> No way, no way, no how. Uh, but here's the thing. Stop freaking out, people. It's just the state's rights again, like it's always been. It's just been nonstop lies uh, ever since this decision. If you want to know the truth about the decision, what's really going on, go read Wendy's articles at UncoveredDC.com. Uh, you can just click on her bright, shining face, uh, and it'll take you to, to the articles where you can see what the case is actually about. And no, there's no there's no mythical, magical, you know, invisible ink right to abortion. The Constitution doesn't talk about abortion at all. And it, it's not like inferred in privacy or inferred. You don't need the special, you know, national treasure glasses for the revelation to be revealed to you. It's just <laughs> not there. And uh, if, if we can pretend that Black people can be smart like Clarence Thomas, uh, He's an expert in the law. You know, he was a lawyer. He was a judge. Now he's a Supreme Court justice, arguably one of the nine most brilliant legal scholars on earth at a given time, the United States Supreme Court. Uh, he, uh, he, doesn't, he doesn't see it. And uh, he, he's read the Constitution at least once, which is more than most people. Oh, gosh. Uh, yeah. So tell us, tell us about this article. Tell us about... Uh, your take on the nonsense since uh, the Dobbs decision came down? Well, I read through the whole thing, all 213 pages of it. And uh, I, Alito, I made it about halfway and then I started control effing stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> Alito is an amazing justice. Um, he, his decision is so clear and um, he, he basically just says, you know, just like what you just said, it, <laughs> abortion rights are not in the Constitution. Um, this is a, a decision that should be deliberated by the people. And the people are at the local level, which is the state level. And so that's all this, that's all this decision did. Uh, he goes into the fact that Roe v. Wade was always kind of misguided. And it was. And, you know, if you look at, I mean, Biden's comments alone, I mean, here we have the president of the United States saying the things that he said. It's insane. You know, he's basically saying, they took the right away. <laughs> well, <laughs> Biden, they didn't have the right in the first place. Number one, I mean, it, it, you know, I actually think he believes that. I don't think he's actually gaslighting in that in that case. Um, but a lot of these people do know that it was never right. And it's not in the Constitution and it should be at the state level. And then you go on to see how the liberal side of the court talks about how people are not going to be able to travel across state lines to get these abortions and, you know, states are going to track them. And I suppose in a post-COVID world, that might be a believable thing because 
After all, we're being tracked with our vaccinations and COVID and the pandemic and everything else. So I kind of see where they're coming from on that because that's actually happening. But I have a hard time believing that states are going to, um, you know, start tracking people from clinics or from their homes and, and be, you know, let's follow this woman because she's going to New York to get her abortion paid for and all her childcare paid for for the people back home and her hotel and everything else. And, and that's the first thing that I thought of is like other states are going to step in and they're going to start using government funding and private funding to fund these people. And, you know, everything's going to be, and, you know, I, I have actually heard some very reasoned arguments from the other side. My daughter read me one of them the other day. I don't remember exactly what she said. And I can kind of get in their heads about some of it. But the bottom line is it should be a decision deliberated by the people at the state level. And that's what he said. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Now, some there are some Christians out there who are not saying this. I agree with, uh, I don't remember if it was the older guy or the younger woman in the video says, you know, we want abortion to be abolished. I, I do. I want abortion to be abolished. Not talking about the actual safe, rare, and legal procedure. You have an ectopic pregnancy. Yeah, you try and carry that child to term, you will die. You'll die before you yeah, make it I halfway. The, the woman will die before she makes it halfway. So And many states have that. Arizona is one of them. Many states yeah. have that exception. So, yes. And the thing is, there are just pure lies about this. Allie Beth Stuckey did a great job. She pulled up like 15 or 20 different states, you know, there uh, because they had these trigger laws. Like if this row, if this decision comes down, boom, this law goes into effect. Almost all of those laws specifically say this is not talking about ectopic pregnancies or other, uh, this is not talking about things that are medically detrimental to the mom. So yeah, it's it's a decision where mom is actually going to die or be in grave peril uh, mm -hmm. if she goes forward with this pregnancy. That's mm -hmm. always been, that's always been legal. Mm -hmm. Also, many of the states, abortion is just legal period up to 12, 14, 15 weeks. Guys, you're not surviving a pregnancy for 12, 13, 14, 15 weeks if you have one of these, uh, one of these, medical emergencies. Many times, and they say, oh, well, some women don't know that they're pregnant. If you have one of these life-threatening conditions, that's what lets you know that you're pregnant. You end up in the ER, you end up, mm -hmm. you know, at the hospital. Uh, so it, it's just a really lame sauce argument uh, that they're, that they're going to be killing mom. There's total propaganda on Twitter right now. People are tweeting around this I'm positive, bogus story that doctors are sitting around while patients are losing liters and liters of blood and almost dying because they're conferring yeah. with lawyers. That's doctors right. don't confer with lawyers. The, the yeah. hospital lawyers cover the doctor's butts, period. Not because they're bad, because it's their job. Like, what are we even talking about? So here's the other thing. I had a conversation with a woman the other day, actually in person, and I would say she was probably about 40 years old. And she, she brought it up with me. She said, how do you feel about it? And I said, well, I said, uh, you know, 
I grew up in the era where they were trying to convince us that abortion was okay. We didn't have these 3D sonograms. We didn't know a lot about, you know, the fetal heartbeat. And, you know, we didn't know a lot about how the fetus experiences pain. And, and, and so you could kind of argue for abortion in that era. But then we started talking about, I, you know, I, I asked her a lot of, did you know questions? Like, did you, do you know how abortions are done? And I, I, I described it. And did you know that baby parts are being sold for profit? And did you know that uh, that this is not just a clump of cells at, you know, even eight weeks? I, and she didn't know. And the thing is that I know I, I'm not judging. I know why she didn't know. It, it, we haven't really talked about these things until recent years. And so... That just tells you that number one, the culture is shifting back. It's 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 like anything when anything kind of reaches a, a saturation point or a threshold, like we were talking about before the show, um, people start to wake up and say, um, you know, no, that no, now that now that's not okay. And I think in New York, when they started to openly discuss in the legislature, uh full-term abortion, I think that really sent off some alarms in people's heads. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I completely agree. You know, it's funny that you mentioned, basically, it comes down to education. We found the same thing in, in the fight against human trafficking is people just didn't know what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, which is kind of just the brilliance of the Socratic method, just talking to people, having conversations. And I always learn something. When I talk to someone that doesn't share my views, you know, my beliefs or whatever, I always learn a ton, more than I learn from, you know, people in my little silo. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, I mean, that's a huge part of the conversation. And I'm not saying bust out your phone and show them the videos no. of like babies being no, no, no. vacuum dismembered. Uh, but having conversations like, oh, hey, do you know that they can detect a heartbeat at eight, nine, 10 weeks now? Um, yeah. And yeah, and it, it was that kind of conversation. It was, she, she actually, I think I actually, I don't think she was fully for abortion, but I think I actually changed her mind. And, and she said, you know, now I'm going to start looking at some of these things. And I said, that's fantastic. Um, I think you know, that's a win. Any anytime I have conversations like that, I, I don't approach it from an adversarial kind of I know better than you or um you're an idiot point of view. I mean, you don't I don't like it when people talk to me that way, for example. So, you know, I just kind of uh look at how I want to be, you know, how I want to discuss things with other people. And it it was just a really really good conversation. And, and I actually, Joe, one of the things that I'm going to admit here, I, I actually wonder what I would do, for example, if my 12-year-old daughter were raped. You know, I don't, I, 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 that, that might be a tough one for me. You know, maybe she's not ready. I mean, you know, put her up for adoption. I mean, I think these discussions are important to have. That's all I'm saying. And um, I think I think that where we've gone wrong is that now abortion has been being used as contraception. And it's just, that's not how, that's not how it, did you see that one video of the blonde girl who was saying it was supposed to be rare? What was the expression? Yeah, safe, legal, and rare. Yeah, it went yeah to that was on really good. In about five seconds. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah, really and good. That, that's why the pushback, the, the push. 
when they pitch this as abortions need to be safe, legal, and rare, you know, but but available. And that's how they got it to where it, it was. Uh, yeah. And But then it turned into abortion on demand. It, it went from contraception to, um, oh gosh, what is it called? The the morning after pill, plan right. B or whatever. Yeah, I forget, um, yeah. It, it went from, you know, use contraception to, oh, just do this thing the day after to don't worry about it. If you get knocked up, just just abort it. Uh, yeah. And, and they really, there are people, guys, it doesn't even make sense. Abortion costs so much more than a year's worth of condoms or probably several years worth of, uh, of birth control. And don't even get me started on there. The arguments, oh, well, hormonal birth control does this. And that. Guys, people that are killing babies don't have the objections about latex or, or hormonal birth control. Right. They, they, they take all kinds of medicine. They're probably you know, people that don't mind any prescription the doctor gives them. Uh, but that's and, they, it, and they don't even teach abstinence anymore. I mean, yeah, it's the easiest way not to get pregnant, actually. It, I, it, it I, is. I heard. <laughs> uh, well, actually, there there might be even easier ways. You know, uh, if you're a guy, uh, you might find it hard to get pregnant. Um, if you are truly, truly, <laughs> truly uh, oh in the community, if you're the L, the G, the T. Uh, I'll be honest, I don't know what AI, LMNOP, what all those ones are, but most, most of the members of the community, you can't, you don't suffer from accidental pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Uh, like if two dudes are doing their, their, you know, it's always weird butt stuff. If two dudes are doing their weird butt stuff, I don't think they're going to unexpectedly find themselves pregnant. Speaking of, did you see the, the <laughs> new Disney film? Where no. the guy, where they're, oh my God. I heard about it, but no, I, I, saw I, the I don't clip. watch. I don't oh, watch let me it. describe it to you. Oh God. Let me describe this to you, okay? Picture a drugstore. It's all in cartoon, right? Picture a drugstore. You've got um, a guy, he's from some character from one of the movies who looks like the Michelin man, the big puffy mm-hmm. white character. You've got a black woman. You've got some dude yelling from the back. You've got a bunch of women standing around and they're standing in the aisle with the tampons. And they're all giving advice on um, which one to choose. And some are yelling out it's organic and the other. It's beyond. I, I, I cannot believe we've, we've come to this. I, I can't believe we've, we've, I don't, I can't believe we're here. We're, we're oh actually gosh, showing children. Million views. Uh, we're oh actually chil- showing children this, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you pull it up? Yeah. It's, it's the trailer for, is it big hero six? It's something. I, trailer? I don't know. I was so stunned. I, I just couldn't even, I have it if you don't have it, but I can't, I'll, I can show you where it is. Let me see. Yeah. Throw, throw the link in the private chat there. If you could, okay. I, I don't want to play the wrong, I don't want to play the wrong video. We have to suffer through two things, but here, okay. here's the deal. They are, they're always, they used to try and lie and say that they weren't going after the children. Okay. And I can tell you just from my, my past work, 
Um, many of the technological innovations that we have, the R&D for it, the research and development, is actually born out of the pornography industry. So the camera that I'm using right now and, and the cool things that everyone carries around their iPhones, the image stabilization uh, and these things, it wasn't developed by NASA. It wasn't developed by the military. It was developed by creepy porn guys, okay? Uh, you know, uh, eyeball recognition so that it can follow my eye and, and maintain focus and all types of technological innovations developed by the, the porn industry. Huge, huge amounts of money uh, pouring in where and out of this now? industry. And where am I? Yeah, I'm now I can't get back to your screen. Dang it. I'm oh, well, you're still it. on. We can still see. <laughs> I know, but I'm trying to give you the link. Okay. Aha. Uh -huh. We're okay. What would your sorry, I'm an idiot. What what would your it's your browser is under you gave it to me in the browser. The link. Hold on. The problem is this is it's StreamYard, right? Yeah. Okay. Sorry, Joe. No problem. Keep talking while I do this. Okay, here we go. Yeah, but the thing is, the pornography industry, with all of this money and influence, and they've got R&D and blah, 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 they, as of a few years ago, I've been out of the game since 2018, the, the human trafficking game, not the pornography game. Uh, but as of then, you know, the target demographic to target to get addicted to pornography, to get an initial exposure to it was six-year-old child. I think it's six-year-old boy, five-year-old yeah. girl. Um, so they are, they are literally, they're marketing, their their marketing target is a child, okay? And you say, well, kid doesn't have any money, but they need this person addicted to porn by six, seven, eight, yeah. lifelong customer, okay? Uh, to the point where they are, they're burned out of all of the freely available stuff. And we know that you, it the dopamine hits start to hit less and less. So you go more fringe, you start paying yeah. for stuff. By the time they're an adult, they're paying for stuff. They're looking for child pornography. They're just on the fringes. So don't. All right, look I sent at me. you the link. I sent you the link. It's the Instagram link. Do you see it in the chat? Yeah. So don't look at me and say, "Uh, well, you know, uh, they're not going after children. Uh, these these cartoons are just, you know, they're really they're really just innocent." No. No, it's bullcrap. They are going after children. We know Oh, they 100% are. And now, I mean, it's it's literally, you can't dispute it with this. You you can't dispute it with this clip. It's crazy. I, I just, um, I don't understand, I guess, profit motive. I don't know. You know, I hate use, dropping, and it's such a trope. I hate dropping that because I don't, it has to be more than that. All right. Well, let's... Uh... Let's suffer through together. Thank you. I prefer pads. They're more comfortable for me. Thank you. I always get the ones with wings. Thank you. Get them scented and bleach free if you can. Thank you. Yo, my daughter loves these. Thank you. These might be easier. It's her first. Yeah, look at this shirt. This, uh, I know. Yeah. These are really environmentally friendly. That's a clip from Disney's upcoming show, Baymax. And if you look closely, there is a transgender flag on what appears to be a biological female who thinks that she is a man. This show is for kids as young as two years old. So nobody can come to me and tell me that Disney does not have an agenda with young people when it comes to gender theory and gender ideology. Interpret that as you will, but it looks like Disney saying, hey, kids, men can have periods too. Is that exactly correct? <laughs> and even if you think that it is, is that a message for two-year-old children? These are the tampons I... You know what? Can I fast forward on this? Okay, Thank let's... You. I let's... prefer pads. 
They're more comfortable they're, they'll for me. Stack them together. Come on, get come on. Get them scented and bleach free if you can. And boom. They actually, so this is, but uh, I had to study up to go undercover at the Pride Fest. But okay. this is actually the pansexual uh, flag right here. Okay. It, it looks know. like the Ukraine flag plus plus a pink stripe. Gotcha. Or whatever. Yeah. So they, they got the devil woke points right Yeah. Come on, Disney. Like, but don't worry. They're, they're not going after kids, guys. Yeah, don't when, worry. Wendy and yeah. I are crazy. What, what Nothing are you to see about? here. Yeah. It's all conspiracy theory. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my goodness. Well, look, if you're a parent and you're still, oh, you know, the schools are pretty safe and uh, Disney's fine. You need to wake up or ju- just surrender your child. Just just say, here, yeah. here you go, government. Here you go, media. Here you go, yeah. big tech. Just take the kid and uh, tell them to visit. And run Christmas. with it. Yeah, just run with it. Goodness I mean, that. I mean, don't you agree? That's really, I mean, you know, you've got, I mean, you've got a lot of, I know of a lot of other shows that have blatant stuff like that, but I mean, now we're pulling in men and tampons and I, I just, I, I can't do it. You know, I'm I'm in my mid-30s and and people ask me all the time, you know, with everything that's going on in the world and the things that I know, you know, how do I sleep at night? And I, I got to say, the thing that keeps me up the most in my mid-30s is just wondering if and when my first period will come. Because <laughs> uh, it, it could be any time, you know, we've got nice <laughs> linen. We've got my pillow linen, okay? I, I, I don't want to, you know, those geezer dream sheets, come on. And I sit there and people think that I have insomnia or PTSD. And I'm just like, no, it's I, not should that. I get a pad or it's that. It's the... like, come on, people. We need to yeah. bring back the, the loony bins and the paddy wagons or whatever. Yeah. You know, start throwing people in straight jackets. Well, I bet you're looking forward to having a baby going through that experience and all. Oh my gosh. Speaking of loony bin, this is uh oh gosh. This is just unscripted right here. Let's go. Uh, sorry. Let's... I'm sorry I got, I lost. I can't, you know, it's not Skype or one of the other ones is web-based, but now I know how to find it again. All right. Oh, so... yeah, I brought that up this morning. <laughs> and Guys... that's actually a debate that I want to have with you right now. So Hold on. Before we have the oh, debate, okay. All right, my, my point in bringing this up is that this uh, beautiful and brave Mr. Sister right here, uh, which is... <laughs> God, like, let's not pretend that this radical leftist is is like super patriotic. Like, I like these American flag shoes is a plant. But why I find problems with this? Okay, guys, the gender dysphoria up until five minutes ago was a diagnosable mental illness. Okay, so why I have a problem with this? You remember when Trump becomes president? They're worried about the way he holds on uh, to the water bottle. They're they're worried about <laughs> the, oh, you, can he be trusted with the nuclear codes? He could just go crazy. Guys, this person, okay, <laughs> Sam Brinton here, Deputy Assistant Secretary for Spent Fuel for what office of government? The Office of Nuclear Energy, Department of Energy. Do you know, as as someone who's held some of the highest clearances the government has, do you know things that are redacted to me? Things that you you think it'd be NASA, CIA, DI, whatever. No, 
Department of Energy, they have clearances that people in the intelligence community have never even heard of, okay? Some of the most gangster people you will ever meet are Department of Energy. The Department of Energy, 1811 series federal agents, they don't give a crap about FBI. No, this is like the bot, like this is, this is the Department of Energy is over the nukes, people. Forget who the president is. The president has got to call this beautiful and brave Mr. Sister. Like, no, 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 no. This, this, what I'm looking at is a national security emergency. Okay. Uh, but let, let's have the. Okay. You're, you're going to. So hit me with I the sent this, I sent this very, very thing to our team. And I said, I'm having a lot of trouble with this because as I read in the thread, in his, his, her thread, his gender fluid thread, Mr. Sister. I'm, I'm seeing, I've got two MIT degrees. I've done, you know, work with this age, you know, nuclear agency in California, wherever the hell. Um, and so he's, he started talking to beef up his, his own, um, you preeminently know, qualified. Yeah. Yeah. Preeminently qualified. Right. Okay, question number one. Why do we have to flaunt this <laughs> if we've got that? Okay, question yeah. number two. What the hell filters are they using for their applicant pool? It's not going to be um, you are white, uh, heterosexual, male, or female. So those are out. Those are categorically, we can't have those in the Biden administration, okay? So if you can't have those, that means you're not oh, yeah. pulling on the full applicant pool. So you and I can debate all, the, all day long about whether this guy has the bona fides to handle this job. But the facts are that he was filtered into a pool and they looked at a narrower pool than they should have if they're looking for this kind of serious job. And number three, um, we would not have ever said in our thread if we had that job you know, I wasn't appointed by Biden. I'm going to be here forever. I mean, if you read down in his thread, Joe, read down his thread, and he says, the good news is that I'm going to be here throughout multiple presidencies. So we're stuck with this guy, girl. Oh, yeah. that That's the thing. Now, here's the thing. I can get him fired whenever I want, okay? Because what he doesn't know is he's created a... He, he has done a mortal sin, a grave offense against the other other community, okay? I'm talking black, not not blacks, I'm sorry. I'm to Al, Al, Al Sharpton. He said we need a connection to the motherland. I'm talking African-Americans, the most aggrieved group, bald-headed females. This is the obvious cultural appropriation. <laughs> uh, so for all of my bald sisters out there, we need to... We need to petition the government immediately. No, you don't need stir to. Stir the pot, just, stir the pot. Just one of you send an angry tweet and Corinne Jean-Pierre is out here announcing Mr. Sister's removal uh, from office here. Here's the thing. I don't care that he's qualified, and he probably is, you know, the MIT and, and you know, he's cleared and blah, 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 I'm gonna blah. I'm going to research him. I'm going to tell you that. He has, he has what has always been a medically diagnosable mental illness that is now we are supposed to pretend, you know, Ben Shapiro went viral with that clip when he's talking to that college student. He says, the issue is that 
I'm supposed to pretend. I'm supposed to play make-believe. The compelled speech thing, I'm not going to do it. I can't play make-believe that this guy, I mean, Eric Swalwell's out here sleeping with Chinese spies on the House Intelligence Committee. You know, I do lose some, lose some sleep over that. That's a risk. This guy has got yeah. more access to nukes than the sitting president of the United yeah. States, and he's got gender dysphoria. That's a problem. Uh, yeah. Because he mentally, he's not all there. This is someone that a foreign intelligence service would, could, and very likely is manipulating, okay? I'm sitting over an MI5, MI6. I'm sitting over in these KGB-style agencies. This guy's on my radar. Yeah. China well, probably created this guy. <laughs> I mean, we're not a serious country anymore. We're not. <laughs> Okay. I mean, foreign leaders are looking at us like, we're not. Holy, you know, they're, they're laughing. I mean, they're China's laughing doing at doing golf you. claps. They're like, well done. Who, who's, <laughs> whose assignment was this? Well done. Here, you get a Save America hat. Uh, that, that's we the, make it so easy for them. We really do. Yeah. We really do. And, you know, you bring up an interesting point, and I don't know what the Uncovered DC crowd, what you guys are going to write about this, but what I think is an interesting angle is the deep state angle that you, that thread that you kind of pulled on when Obama went into office. Uh, and I've, I've been saying this on like every episode now, guys. So th this is a, a Joe Mobleyism. You, you need to know this fact. When Obama goes in the office, there are a thousand senior executive service members. So that's deputy chief of staff, chief of staff, director, deputy directors, the highest levels of government agencies, a thousand of them. Eight years go by. He leaves office. There are now 7,000 senior executive service members. He didn't create 600, 700 new agencies. He just created 600, 700 more of these guys. Uh, that, that permanent government that lasts for administration. That's administration. what I'm saying. The Dr. Fauci's out there. Not It takes a literal act of Congress. It takes a lot to get rid of one of these people. And here's the thing just not appropriate for the workplace. I've worked in these government buildings, okay? I worked directly under the, the chief of staff and the director of, of one of, an intelligence agency, we'll say. Uh, neither one of those women, both women, yeah, military vets, uh, one was a general. They did not come to work like this. Like, they're, <laughs> this no. isn't okay for it's a real jumpsuit. woman. I mean, oh is this a romp? No, this is a romp. romper jumpsuit. I mean, it's just, Oh Number one, like, it's so off. So many things. So You're going to have me going in the comments here. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. This, oh. Due to no. concern. You see? To, be cl to clarify. Negative and threatening it. responses. Get real, dude. I prepared for this moment in a technical sense for a decade, graduating. And, and then he says, I intend to be serving my country in this role through many, many presidencies. Can you ever imagine saying that? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, it's got almost a thousand likes. Yeah, no, he's uh Oh man, Sam. Mr. Sister. Yeah. If I guys, if I worked in this agency, if I was the department of ed, I I would get fired so because I would, I would, I would, oh man. I would get him one of those little name things that you put on your desk and it would say Mr. Sister. That's exactly what it'd say. Uh, good night. Well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you are enjoying the collapse of the Republic. Oh, gosh. Cardi B's new signal single. Can I get that off the screen? All right. We're going to need to see. Yeah. It's, it's supposed to be family friendly, folks. Oh, goodness. Anyway. Gracious.
All right, back to regular programming. <laughs> okay, so here's the deal. That leads right into, since these agencies are a problem, since, you know, the Department of Energy and their broad sweeping authority is a problem, This is we planned it the whole time, folks. Now, We did, gonna, we actually did. You know, this brings us to West Virginia v. EPA. And yeah, this is about a particular government agency, but the legal doctrine here is the, the delegation of authority or the non-delegation of authority doctrine, okay? Type that into Google, DuckDuckGo, whatever. And the, the issue here is agency, I've been saying this all the time, like hate the IRS, hate the ATF, hate the DA, all the agencies have been creating laws. They call them rules and regulations, but they're laws. You know, uh, a short barrel rifle. It's not illegal. Well, what happens if you get one? You go to prison. Why? Because the ATF, if you get one without the appropriate paperwork, because the ATF has a rule against it. Ooh, they, they made a rule. They made a rate. <laughs> you know, the ATF, if I take, this is a, a serialized, uh, this, let's, let's do some deconstruction here. Actually, I don't want to use that because, you know, something could go down. I might have to use that one. People think that these are fake, but uh, now real gun here. So but I was just that. I was just watching a uh, yeah I was just watching a a thing right here. So this is a serialized part. It's a pistol lower. It's it's got a trigger. You know, three people just died somewhere. Uh, but the guy he took this and attached it to a plunger. Like took a plunger and attached it to it, which made it a short barrel rifle with a pistol grip. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like I could, I can put this cup on here. So this, this, the ATF has a rule that says that this is a gun that needs to be registered, and I need to pay about a thousand bucks to get a special uh, because this has a serial number on it, mm -hmm. and that's a felony in the United States. It's not illegal, but you go to prison because it's a rule. The EPA is doing the same thing. IRS, uh, any of these alphabet agencies. Uh, and the Supreme Court, in my view, what comes away from this is, hey, uh, Congress, you can't give the president the power. You can't delegate to the president through executive agencies, through administrative agencies, mm -hmm. legislative power. So stop it. Yeah, if you read the quote that I put in there, I, I pulled out a quote from the ruling. And um, it's just very succinct. It basically just says, um, that, yeah, says the EPA has admitted that issues of electricity transmission distribution and storage are not within its traditional expertise. So they've admitted it. And Congress never intended to delegate such big decisions to an agency like that. So they made a narrow, narrow decision and they basically said that, hey, Congress is in charge of this stuff. I mean, and, and it makes sense, you know, you want to make decisions at a legislative le level so that it's debated and properly considered. Uh, you know, agency don't, <laughs> last I checked, I don't think agency are properly considering much of anything. So. No, I, I am so glad to see uh, this ruling come it's down. It's a precedent. It's going to be good. Yeah. yeah. Guys, uh, do you, you might, I don't know if you know this, we haven't talked about this, but the ATF, they put out a new rule and and Second Amendment trolls, and I'm so glad, I'm a Second Amendment troll too, guys. I'm, I love that community. Uh, they they made a rule, you know, if because of physics, if you put anything on the end of a firearm, a pillow, uh, a blanket, 
a, a glasses case. If you put anything on the end of a firearm, it'll muffle because of physics. The bullet comes out and goes into it, and all of the gases that escape through the end of the barrel go into that object instead. So the ATF made a rule, one of their famous rules, regulations, bullcrap, unconstitutional nonsense, saying that anything that you could hold in front of a firearm qualifies as a suppressor um, or a silencer. So everyone start, everyone in the community started registering potatoes and attaching a potato to the end of their gun. Because, uh, yeah, you put a potato or vegetable, carrot, whatever, on the end of a gun and fire it, it suppresses the sound. Um, so they started, people were paying hundreds of dollars to get potatoes registered with the ATF and serialized uh, as a, an NFA item. I did not know that. Well, those same people, this, this is how nuts all of this is. Those same people uh, now that got denied those things, they get to sue using this, this same doctrine because one, their potatoes should have been cleared as silencers so they could attach them to their guns and go out into the world armed with, the, with a pistol and a potato. Uh, but, but they couldn't. They, the ATF shot it down, no pun intended. Uh, but now they can sue using this same legal doctrine. I'm not gonna, I'm involved in enough lawsuits because of Merrick Garland and school boards and and all of that fun. So one of you, uh, one of you uncloseted conservative trolls out there. Uh, yeah, actually, do I? I can't say. If I had any NFA items, I lost them in a tragic boating accident. Uh, so <laughs> goodness gracious. I am hoping to see, based on the Supreme Court, they're not legislating from the bench. They're being very clear about that. You, as an American, you have to file suit, okay? The Supreme Court doesn't have a stake in the case. West Virginia had a stake in the case. The, the court does not. The court can discover something's unconstitutional, but they can't raise suit on behalf of someone else, okay? That's illegal. Uh, you can get disbarred for that kind of thing. Um, you know, I, di I discovered one day, do you know, like in states like Virginia, um, many states, Oklahoma's this way, you get pulled over, it's a it's a mandatory disclosure law. So if you're carrying a weapon, you have to disclose that to law enforcement. Do you know that's unconstitutional? Mm. And it's nuts. And I discover this one day and I'm just like cleaning a gun and I discover this. It's unconstitutional because of the Fifth Amendment right to, to, to privacy, uh, not to testify against yourself, the right to be silent. Right. You don't yeah. have to give testimony against yourself. So a felon, a felon's not allowed to carry a firearm. If a felon is carrying a firearm, and a police officer asks them, they are constitutionally obliged to conceal the fact that they have a firearm. The Constitution is very clear about that. Just like if a cop says, hey, are you breaking the law? Have you broken the law? You don't have to tell them. So these rules only apply to people who are not felons like you and I. We would be legally the only people compelled, uh, but then it's a law that does not have equal application to felons and non-felons. So it's unconstitutional. It's unconstitutional for several other reasons, but it just right. hit me. It just hit me one mm. day. I can't bring that suit because I don't have a stake. I'm not a felon. Mm -hmm. uh, so, but if I wow. were a felon, then I could bring the suit, but I'm, I'm not going to become a felon so I could bring it. Yeah, so, <laughs> so, I'm glad I'm glad to hear that, Joe. I'm so sure that's, your wife that's how this works. That. So if you, if you feel that you are getting screwed over by one of the rules of, an agency that feels like a law, 
you need to file suit. Yeah, there are plenty of public advocacy groups, Liberty Council, uh, American, uh, what is it called? AFLD, Alliance Defending Freedom. Uh, so many groups that would file these lawsuits. Liberty Justice Center, yep. Yeah, yeah, all, all of them. And man, call up Liberty University. They've got some of the sharpest lawyers around and they love going to the Supreme Court. I, I know some of them personally. There is actually in, in Lynchburg, Virginia on Liberty's campus, there is the only authorized clone of uh, like a full construction clone of the Supreme Court room. Uh, they had to get all kinds of security clearance and stuff to do it. Uh, and they said, then the dean of the law school said, we are preparing Bible-believing champions for Christ at, to become attorneys and to go and argue in front of this court. Well, and thank they, God. Yeah. So. We need it. <laughs> I mean, unfortunately, that's the only way. And it's the, you know, it's the people. You know, the people are becoming aware and they're like, you know what? Hell no. I mean, we have a lawsuit. Our family has a lawsuit with Liberty Justice Center right now. Facebook. Against Facebook. So. Oh, gosh. Fa- Facebook and Instagram. They they hate me. I mean, I'm sure they hate you even more because you're out here. I mean, uh, I, yeah, I'm shadow banned everywhere. I can, I'm proud to admit. Oh yeah, she is. I've been follow. I've been a follower of Wendy since we met. And I go in. I've been unfollowed. Like the the tech platforms have unfollowed me from you several times. Have to go and refollow you. I try one hundred percent. Like we're friends. I try and tag you and stuff. And usually, if you have someone's contact, it'll come up first. Yeah. You, know, you got their contact, you're following them and all, all yeah. of those intersections. I had to text her the other day because I literally, I'm like, did you get booted? I can't tag you. And, and she had to send me the exact link. Like, like this stuff is real. Yeah, no, it's, it's real. You know, and it's funny. I talk with, um, you know, other people about it, especially my liberal friends. And they're like, really? That's horrible. And I'm like, yeah, welcome to my world. Yeah, doesn't happen to them. I mean, and I, on Twitter, I used to have about 13,000 followers. And when Donald Trump was booted off, I lost most of them. And now every time I hear, I hit like, I don't know what the, I can't remember the number, but it's like 3,364. That's the, that's a trigger. It's like, once I hit 3,364, it's like, nope, five. You could, no, you can't go above that. I, I can't go above it. That happened to me, and it's been removed. Some somewhere in the Elon Musk shuffle, where they were burning documents or whatever. Yeah, mine um, hasn't been removed. I'm not my, important enough. <laughs> yeah, I don't mine. Know. Ne- it was like fifteen to seventeen thousand. It would send me back to ten. Um, and I was like, "Wow, this is great!" And it sent me back to ten. It, but it I mean, was, mine it was like is down Uno. to a range of ten. Yeah, uh, it it's it's very refined. It's someone, crazy. someone, you know, I, I used to be in application development. Someone wrote a rule. Someone wrote an if-then, you know, series of rules. And and it get, when me. it gets triggered, it sends wow. you back. Yeah. That's the only way. There, there isn't some idiot at Twitter like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Wendy, watching your I'm, follower. Ding, 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 so, and then they jump in. They, they definitely I'm so wrote honored. It. I mean, that's <laughs> just so, that's wonderful. I mean, look, here, here's what they're doing. They're trying to protect the public from taking one of these. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, this is a red pill. Uh, reach for one, take it now. Uh, if you're watching the show and somehow please, you have not taken a red pill, then it. then we we invite you to grab a glass of the nearest red pill. Uh, don't take the black pill, okay? That, no. that can be dangerous. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. It's, yeah, that, that, 
I someday I have black pill days, but um here, let me drop this off so I can find this. I don't want to offend anyone, you know, hurting their feelings on by showing an unauthorized tweet. Uh but here we go. This this cracked me up the other day. Uh <laughs> Clarence. Oh gosh. Get it together, Joe. <laughs> Did you just take both pills? Yes. Clarence Thomas took the red pill, the blue pill, the orange pill, the black pill. He took them all. Uh, Do you know and- that that guy, he goes around the country in his RV to meet Americans? Did you know that in the summers? Clarence Thomas or yeah. um, Lawrence Fishburne? No, Clarence Thomas. Okay. Thomas. I can't tell them apart because they're both black. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's true. Wait, is that me? No. <laughs> I did not know that. That's probably yeah, why I, he's so based then. He actually yeah. goes out and talks to people. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. What an idea. I read, a, I read a story about that. So I, I thought that was, it doesn't surprise me in the least. Well, he did say that there is this elitist problem. And that's why I got, read, read, read the whole opinion. Um, if you can't, then read the decision and then read Clarence Thomas's concurrences on these things if he doesn't write them because yeah. he drops bombs. He uh, does. The gun decision, New York City. Yeah. Uh, or New York yeah. State. When yeah, I wrote he, on that one too. Yep. He said um, something to the effect that it's not reserved for a second, it's not a second class or a right for second class citizens yeah. only. Yeah, he brought up the, um, um, uh, you know, the case Oh, and that Tanny, Judge Tanny, long ago, Dred Scott, saying yep. that, you know, reluctantly, <laughs> you know, that <laughs> Black people should be able to defend themselves and, you know, oh yeah. my goodness, yeah. yeah. He, he, he said the, it. The left is it. going crazy. Clarence Thomas is not confused, okay? And, no. <laughs> and stop saying, oh, you know, just one judge. He's a United States Supreme Court justice, okay? Ruth Bader Ginsburg was just one judge. And guess what? She said that Roe was bad law. Yeah. Because the Constitution, it's just not there. It's not there. And you know what? They don't know it's not there because they haven't read it. Yeah. It's only like four pages. Well, okay, you'll have to get into the amendments to... uh, Yeah to get to the justification for Roe. But we're, we're talking like, what is oh, yeah. what is it with all the amendments? We're, we're talking under 10 pages or whatever, okay? You right. can read it. Yeah, yeah. No, people don't want to read. It's hard. That's, a, that's hard. There, there's no book shorter than the Constitution. I can't, I can't tell you how many times I, I, I write an article and people are like, yeah, and did you see this? And did you see that? And I was like, um, yeah, I put that in the article. <laughs> And apparently you didn't read past the first sentence because it's all in there. I mean, I just look at the pictures and play the videos. I knew it. That's all the internet, you know, as a black person, that's that's all the internet skills that I have. Uh, (laughs) No, I do two things. Either I read it or I just uh, copy the whole thing and hit command X and it'll read it to me twice as fast or two X speed or whatever. I have a rule on my keyboard that does that. Before we go, though, on that red pill Arizona thing, people need to understand what Jovan said about the post office and Runbeck. Runbeck installed, they they Mm -hmm. bought a bunch of machines in March, which they've never done, ballot stuffing machines. In April, the post office shut down its cover mail program, which basically takes takes pictures. It's a security thing for investigations later on if there's mail fraud. They shut that program down and turned it off 
turned it back on after Biden was elected. So Javon's point from all of this is that the predetermined algorithms were predetermined and they wanted, they had a predetermined result. Trump was winning by too much. So then they had to use all these ghost voters and you know phantom voters and dirty voter rolls and ballot harvesting it. to insert into the, they pilfered through the boxes, Joe. Mm-hmm. So and that's, yeah. That's the thing. You cannot give up on elections um, because I, I didn't watch the whole, you know, two and a half, three hour thing, but I did read the article and I forget which quote, uh, historian, I think it's this one right here. Yeah. Boom guys, you, you got to get in here. Let me see if I can make that bigger. Um, but you know, Javon blows the lid off this whole thing. And then again, Wendy does in her reporting, if you don't follow this woman, if you don't know who she is, if you know the name of a single newscaster or journalist or reporter out there, you need to like do one of those men in black things and flash it out of your memory and instead go to Uncover DC and read Wendy's articles because they're good and they're fact-based. You know what you don't see? All all these liberal justices are upset and you read their, their, uh, their, uh, not, uh, what is it called? Their, um, their opinions against the decision. Dissent. The dissent. Yeah, you, you look at their dissents, you know what they don't cite? The Constitution. You look at all the angry tweets and you look at the media, the mainstream, lamestream, lying liberal mm-hmm. media. What do they not cite? They never cite sources. It's, it's always he said, she said, oh, well, you know, uh, she said that Trump had stretch Armstrong arms and he reached out and choked out a trained secret <laughs> service. Like, no, this is bull crap. But if you read <laughs> Wendy's articles, there are facts. There are links. You don't have to go scouring the internet uh, trying to fact check this. Tracy Beans has a higher standard for printing, for allowing stuff to go out to print than any of these freaking jokers at the New York Times. Yeah, I I asked her to retweet something one time and she straight up texted me. She was like, after you show me the facts and I'll retweet or then I'll whatever. No, she is... She does yeah. not play games at all. She's serious, man. She's. Whew. But if you spend here, let's go back up to the red pill. If you spend any time reading this honest reporting, my friends, Wendy's got a red pill for you. It's free. We are out of time. I don't want you to be late picking up your husband. So tell people uh, where they can uh, follow you and get in touch with you after the show. Well, you'll struggle to find me on Twitter, but I'm there. Truth Social, of course, Uncover DC. I'm on all the platforms that, you know, but it's it's hard to find me. So just go to Uncover DC, not Undercover DC, Uncover DC, and you'll find my articles. And if you find one of my articles, you can uh, just, you know, press on my name and then you can, they'll all just come down below and you can read them all. Awesome. Wendy, thanks so much for coming on the show. Guys, the website is Uncover DC. It's right there on the screen. There'll be a link below. Uncover, not undercover, not uncovered. It's uncover, like uncover the truth, uncover the swamp, uncover the fact that the liberal lamestream lying media and the government and the Fauci's have been lying to you for decades. It's that type Mm -hmm. of uncover. Uh, so <laughs> uncovered DC. You were draining the swamp before it was popular. 
That's you right. guys. Yeah. Uh, guys, that's all the show we have for you. Make sure to like, share, and subscribe wherever you are listening to this. And we will catch you next week for the 4th of July. Happy birthday, America. Not 1619. That's bullcrap. 1776. Old George and the gang back here. Uh, this is the <laughs> initial boats and hose. Well, I... I don't know if George has any hose in the boat. Oh, he uh, was anyway. a boss, Washington. George Washington was a boss. This man. is Christmas Eve, folks. Okay? I would love to meet that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So yeah. one day in eternity, George will have a, a good long uh, conversation. But I mean, come on. We we talk about working conditions and minimum wage. This is Christmas <laughs> Eve in freaking yeah, look at him. frozen water going to kill some hedges. Yeah. It, it, Hetchens, Chechens. Against all odds, I might add. That was quite the <laughs> quite the night. They don't make them like like no. this guy anymore. So I'm I'm sure most Americans would turn down being king because they're so benevolent and whatnot. Uh, but anyway, guys, hundredth episode actually on the fourth of July. Totally not planned. That's just how the cookie crumbles. Uh, so I'll catch you next week. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe. That is all I got. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Joe Mobley Show. Remember to subscribe and make sure you don't miss out on future content. You can always show your support by leaving a review or making a financial contribution by going to thejoemobleyshow.com and hitting support the show. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us. To him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. If that was the first prayer you've ever prayed, I hope it won't be the last. Until next time, this is The Joe Mobley Show.